I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, February 22nd, and we're glad to have you with us on the radio, 95.9 FM. We welcome you, those listening on the podcast and those on the radio app. Thank you for tuning in today. And those who are on Facebook, thank you for joining us on the Facebook uh, video and also YouTube. We're glad to have you with us watching today, and I hope you're having a great day. It's hard to believe it's Wednesday, and uh, again, it's another beautiful day. Uh, the sun is shining a little bit. It's shining out there, and uh, it's warm. It's supposed to be warmer tomorrow and then uh, cold Saturday, so just hang on tight. We're, we're in for a wild ride, I'm sure, from now till the summer. But uh, we are thankful to have you with us today on this Wednesday. Uh, we had a good day already this morning. We had our chapel services at the school, and I love spending time over there at the school. And please pray for Victory Christian Academy. God has been so good to us. And we thank the Lord for all the students and teachers and our staff and our administration. Uh, Brother Dan mentioned yesterday in our staff meeting uh, that uh, already the enrollment for next year is already up, I think, by 20 from this year. And this is only February. So what a miracle. And all that God is doing, we thank the Lord for that. So be in prayer for that. Happy birthday uh, today to Colin Boyce. A happy birthday to Tanya Cash and happy birthday to Chelsea Clements. I hope you have a great day. Today also uh, was my dad's birthday. Of course, he's with the Lord. And uh, this past uh, Sunday uh, marked seven years since he uh, went home to be with the Lord. But uh, February 22nd, what a special day. And uh, we've got a, a new baby uh, in our church. We'll tell you more about that tonight in the service. We'll also have February 22nd uh, as his birthday. And so praise God. Uh, what a blessing. Um, I want to ask you to pray. Pray for our church. Pray for the service tonight, 7 o'clock, prayer meeting, Bible study, Teens on Target, Master Clubs all begin at 7. And then I want to ask you to specifically pray for the revival, starting on Sunday with Brother Scott Pauley. He'll be preaching in the morning services. Uh, he'll be teaching in Sunday school at 10 o'clock, Sunday evening, of course, and then Monday night and Tuesday night, 7 o'clock revival. We will not have service on Wednesday, uh, but plan to be here both nights, Monday night and Tuesday night, and uh, let's be uh, much in prayer for that revival. We're looking forward to a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, let's pray for our school. We mentioned that. Pray for our uh, ministries. Uh, pray for our missionaries around the globe, and let's pray for one another. Uh, we had last Friday, I went to the hospital. I was at the hospital Friday. I was at the hospital yesterday. Uh, but we had four at one time in the hospital, and I think we're down now to one. We've had three that have been able to go home, so that's a blessing. But pray for those who've been sick and pray for those who are struggling with health and uh, pray that God would touch them and raise uh, them up. Let's go to a song. Uh, here's a great song by the Clark family, I Still Get a Thrill. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 119. 
as a boy when he saved me. What a peace that I had. I was happy and glad when I knew that he heard my cry. Some of my friends try to say when you get a little older, the fire in your soul will grow a little colder. What I got was more than a dose of religion. I became a genuine born-again Christian. And I'm still around to stand and testify. I still get a thrill out of knowing the Lord saved me. I still got a feel for the joy that He gave me. I still got a soul on fire. It's still burning higher. And I can't get over the love that I feel. I still get a thrill. I still want to shout when I think about His mercy. I still want to sing for the Lord and King who became my sacrifice. I still get a lump in my throat and a tear on my face when I listen to the words of amazing grace. I still get moved and excited in the presence of the God who delighted in giving His only Son to pay sin's price. I still, I still get a thrill. Get a thrill out of I still, I still got a feel, feel for the joy that He gave me. I still got a soul on fire. It's still burning higher. And I can't get over the love that I feel. I still get a thrill. I still got a soul on fire. It's still burning higher. Man, that's a good song, and I hope that's true in your life. I hope you still get thrilled uh, when you think about the day you got saved, and don't ever get over that. Don't lose the wonder of salvation, and I thank God for that great song. Well, let's look at Psalm 119. We're working through this uh, section uh, in uh, Psalm 119, and we see today number six. I won't review all of them today. Maybe we'll do it again tomorrow. But number six, we see in this section, in verse number 110, uh, David says, The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. Now, this idea of a snare, this is a trap. Uh, this is something that the wicked has, has purposely uh, put in place to try to get David off track, to try to destroy him. Uh, uh, hunters would use these traps for animals. And of course, uh, the idea is that you, you, you set the trap and you cover uh, the trap so that the animal cannot see it. And then you bait that trap, right? You put something in there that they want and they go into that trap and then that trap either comes down uh, on a leg or that, uh, that trap closes and, and captures of that creature. Well, I want to tell you this, the wicked had laid a snare for David. You say, well, why would the wicked do that? Well, because uh, Satan put him up to it because that old devil's out to trap you and to trap me and he will use people. And uh, boy, we've seen that at times, have we not? That, that Satan will use people to try to get us distracted or to try to destroy us or to try to get us off course. 
But David says that there are wicked people, ungodly people that will set snares or traps for God's people. Let's look at a couple instances in the Bible. How about, do you remember the story of Daniel in Daniel chapter 6? The Bible says that the king, King Darius, had 120 princes and he had three presidents that oversaw the entire kingdom. David was one of those three presidents. Well, the Bible says that the king, he thought to set Daniel over the entire realm. Now, the Bible doesn't say this, but I think the idea is that the king was ready to get rid of all the other guys and say, say I don't need you guys. Daniel can do the job himself. And so you may have had 120 princes and two other presidents that thought they might be out of a job. They might lose their, their position. They might lose all of their, their power and lose all of their money and lose all of their riches. And so because of that, they had to find a way to bring Daniel down. And the Bible says that they sought occasion against him. But the only thing they could find is concerning his relationship with the Lord. And they tricked the king. Do you remember the story? They tricked the king. And the king signed a decree that for 30 days, nobody could pray to any other God except for King Darius. King, they had to pray to the king. And the king signed it. He was tricked. And of course, the very, uh, very day the writing was signed, they went and they found Daniel. Guess what Daniel was doing? He was praying. He did it every day as he did aforetime. He went into his house, into his chamber with his windows open toward Jerusalem. And there he prayed three times a day and they caught him in that trap. And the king was so disappointed. And the king said, what have I done? But the king couldn't change it. And so that was the very thing that uh, caused Daniel to be thrown into a lion's den because the wicked... They set a trap for him. Uh, they tried to bring him down. And of course, you know how that story ended. Uh, boy, that trap did not work. That lion's den did not work on Daniel. It was those men who tried to trap Daniel. They're the ones who were destroyed in that trap. Uh, we're going somewhere with that, so hang on. How about Haman? Remember what Haman did? Haman had gallows built because he wanted to see Mordecai hanged from those gallows. But his plan backfired, did it not? It was Haman himself. He was the one who ended up hanging from those gallows that he had built himself for somebody else. But those gallows ended up being his destruction. So here's what I'm saying. Uh, the wicked will lay some snares. They'll try to trap you, but you better be careful because those traps that you try to set for others and those things you try to do to destroy others, those are going to come back to bite you. Those are going to come back to hurt you. But we see that there were snares uh, that were set for David. Uh, a snare is, uh, is usually baited. And be careful because uh, 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 Satan, uh, he, he knows what kind of bait he can use to try to draw you away from the things of God. Um, the Bible says that there are some sins which so easily beset us. Uh, there are some things that Satan could tempt you with and it maybe wouldn't even bother you, but there are other things he knows your weakness and he'll try to get you at your weakest spot with the thing that uh, maybe would have the most potential for destroying you. But snares are usually baited. Snares are usually hidden. Uh, snares are usually uh, cunning. They're, uh, they're, they're sneaky. You, you, you don't realize what you're getting into. And then snares are many times destructive 
and or deadly. I want to tell you, be very careful of the snares that Satan sets up. Don't fall prey to those snares. Don't get off track. Keep on uh, the path that God has for you. And, and use, like we said in verse 105, use God's word that is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Don't take the bait. Don't fall for the traps of the wicked. Stay in the word of God. Notice the end of verse 110. Yet, David says, I erred not from thy precepts. David says, the wicked have laid a trap. They've laid a snare for me, but I have not erred. That word erred, E-R-R-E-D. It's where we get our word error from. Uh, I have not erred. I have not strayed from thy commandments. Did you know the safest place that you can be is on the path in the will of God? You get off that path, and that old devil's got some snares. That old devil's got some traps. He's got some landmines. He's got some pits that you're going to fall into. Stay on the path that God has for you. I want to tell you this. A lot of Christians have gotten off track. Many Christians have strayed. Uh, that, this word that you see in uh, verse number 110, it's the word aired. Uh, and that word erred, we see several times in Scripture, but it's really, it's so sad because you see in the New Testament, the Bible talks about people who have erred or who have strayed from the faith. They have strayed from the truths of the Word of God. You say, how is that possible? It's possible because when you start to think that you know more than God, or I start to think that I've got a better idea, or I don't have to follow the Word of God, or I don't have to stay on the path, friend, you will find uh, a life of destruction. Uh, be so careful. Don't, don't err. Uh, don't, don't get off course. Don't, don't, don't get into a mess because you get away from the Word of God. The wicked have laid a snare for me, David said, yet I erred not from thy precepts. Stay close to the Bible. Stay true to the Word of God and stay on the path that God has for you. I hope that helps you today. I hope you have a great day. We'll look forward to seeing many of you tonight at 7 o'clock for our prayer meeting, Bible study, and uh, we'll look forward to having you here at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids. If you can't be with us, I hope you tune in online or listen in on the radio. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.